Beautiful. Good morning, everyone. And action. Welcome to Morning Minutes with myself, Michael Bergio, and the infamous Mr. Mark Novak. This morning, we're going to be talking about Sydney CBD, and I think this will um, this applies to most CBDs in the country and around the world. Will they be half empty after COVID-19? Mark, what do we mean by that? Are we talking it's about a, people afraid to get out and go out of their homes? Or you I talking reckon about it's a question on it's a question on everyone's lips for sure. And we're definitely not putting a cloud over our lovely city of Sydney. But I think a lot of people now think how essential is going into the office CBD of Sydney? How essential is it to jump on that bus? How essential is it to jump on that train? How essential is it to drive into the city? to be there for 40 hours a week. I think that I, I, I just know the world's changed, but I don't know post COVID-19 how that's going to affect city rates, city occupancy, city uh, during the day, business hours, Monday to Friday. Yeah, I think we the way we do business is still probably with the technology we have still five, 10, 15 years behind the progression where we could be. For example, like uh, we touched, you touched on it last night with um, Tom Panos on more uh, Monday night. Think about how business was done, even with executives for meetings. Like how long has Zoom been around and face to face, but executives, yeah. if they go to Melbourne, still leave their office, travel 40 minutes to the airport, wait in lines, wait a couple of hours, then a flight, then have a meeting, probably fly business class. Then they uh, stay at a fancy hotel. They have their 20 minute meeting face to face and then they go back to another f fancy hotel and then they fly back. Thousands of dollars spent uh, on the business expense account for a meeting, which they'll probably sit back and go, we could have done that like how we're doing it now. Um, I think there's a lot of things done that way where it was just because it's always been done that way, you go down there um, and it hasn't really adopted the power or the techniques we have and the uses we have for technology. I think this could be a pretty big wake up call to going, well, why don't we do it this way moving forward? If I had an essential service and I was in the CBD, you really just blew up that, um, that business uh, in the CBD, even if you are an essential service because you've got so many people congregating in the one building. If you get one person infected in a, in a, in a business of 6,000 and you're all operating from the same premises, you're, you're going to be in a little bit of trouble. And I now think what's going to happen is essential services that had one central office in the CBD. If I took had a bet, I would be saying, put a thousand employees in Parramatta, put a thousand employees in Chatswood, put a thousand employees in the Northern Beaches, <laughs> giving us a plug, put a thousand employees um, out in uh, uh, different satellites of Sydney if one office ever went down in any capacity, whether it's, whether it's, you know, weather, whether it's a disease, whether it's uh, cyber, uh, they've got another five tentacles still working in their business. COVID-19 
has changed this world for CBD, I reckon. Yeah, lots of viewers on morning. I'm uh, Tina, Stacy, welcome or Stacy, Tina. Uh, Brendan, thanks for jumping on. Andrew Cole, as normal, thank you very much. Tony, Shemimo, how are you, sir? I'd love, love to know your feedback, guys. Whoever's watching, give us your prediction because it'll be interesting to look at this a year or two later. Give us your prediction of what you think the CBD is going to be looking like in the next 12 months after COVID-19. Uh, the landscape of, of the CBD. Now, I certainly don't want to, uh, like I said, put a cloud on it or poison it, but uh, or be negative. Like it may be better, it may be thicker, faster, stronger, better, more thriving than ever. I'd be interested in all of the viewers' comments. But yes. definitely, but definitely, Michael. You know, when you run that mag that magnifying glass that I always talk about, that essential magnifying glass over CBD offices, it's very compelling. Yeah, and I think potentially maybe what stopped the tr people using video conference more is they came. I think there was probably a, a stigma that it's not as personal. You don't you don't care as much. I think that was probably a stigma attached with doing a video conference like this. Lazy, lazy. Yeah, That's rather right. than yes. flying down. So, Anmal, COVID is forcing out efficiencies in a lot of businesses. Necessary. Uh, is the uh, necessity is the mother of invention up until yeah, now well said. didn't have the need to do things differently that's exactly right it was that we had these technologies that would create huge efficiencies in business but it just wasn't done that way you d you didn't do it face to face may have been i don't think face to face was overrated but i think it was used as a big excuse not to evolve and be more efficient um that way that's, i think that's, that's a really big call that's a i i think that that's um that's almost at the heart of um of of the solution and um and the problem as well but i think that's a really good call where if, if that was one of what one of the viewers just suggested because you know i i i was the first to get off your ass uh, and get in there and get it done um whereas you know there is and there is a way to get off your ass and get it done even faster in the digital world yes. now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, like I'll give you an idea. Uh, I was talking with Lisa this morning and she said, oh, I, you know, I'm not, I, she did an appraisal and she didn't present our services face-to-face. -face. But she's just going through so much volume of appraisals at the moment. She said, you know, clients love it and clients are accepting of it and she's getting quality of information to the client faster. Yeah. So, you know, and uh, and the people are making a decision easier and faster. Um, so I was like, shit, that's really, that's really just tipped on the head what I've learned the last 25 years in real estate because it was always get opposite, get opposite, get opposite. Yeah. Now, again, we've got to be, I've got to be careful in not suggesting face to, that, 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 that uh, FaceTime to FaceTime or Zoom to Zoom is better than face to face. Okay, I accept it's not, but if it means that you can get the information twice as fast to the client, maybe it is. Yeah. And I think it's going to be that balance. I believe we, well, my opinion is we're probably too heavy away from not like there's going to be a, a spectrum where it's like using it, not enough, using it too much to replace necessity, like where you should be face to face. You're using it. I think we were too heavy on the not using it. I th and then due to this, it's it made us use it for everything. And I think there's going to be a happy balance. 
between it. But I um, going off what you said, where officers may look to split uh, instead of having six thousand people in one location, multiple locations, and yes. being a lot more. I think there's there's going to be a balance of that as well, where it's normally you think or oh, everyone under one roof i can watch it compared to having separate locations because obviously there's that argument separate locations multiple leases multiple overheads like it does uh create those different sort of uh issues or topics to discuss but then it secures you you may have cheaper it blends i think it's a a, a good topic that needs to be addressed and i think businesses will look to structure that way as well but like even if um, even like where Sydney CBD Mark, if it does change, it just means businesses have to pivot and or open up more opportunities. We're not saying it's going to plummet and drop by half in value and things like that. It it may just change. Um, it may it may just change as well. And Maybe, I think you know. The Sydney CBD may be a place for people to live um, more than work, or at the moment it's a place to work more than live. Either way, it's a thriving it's a thriving verb, whatever you do with it. Yeah, and I think it's just going to be very exciting once we're we everyone uses the analogy or the metaphor the bridge. Once we're over that bridge, to see how this will how we will come out of it. You've said many times we'll be a better race in 2021, and I think we'll be a more efficient race as well. I think this has given us the push to use technology a lot more in businesses that had been resistant to use technology, even if we look at the microscope of real estate like we've been fortunate that um that you implemented like uh, virtual tours and inspections two years ago but there was still i reckon half if not 80 percent of officers and agents not using the technology that we're being a lot of being forced to use now which were available two three years ago but people just they didn't want to adapt rosie sullivan thanks for joining um jumping on hey, rosie. And, and i think yeah. um we're going to be a lot more efficient, just like you use the analogy of Lisa um, and many agents in the office doing appraisals like the walkthrough digitally and getting on Zoom straight away, sitting in the media station oh, we're here, getting face to face. What would normally take a day or two, we're doing in minutes, hours. That's incredible. And look, I struggle with, when it comes to that, I struggle with laziness versus efficiency. And I guess you could say, it's in the eye of the beholder and it's one of the same things um efficiency and laziness so efficiency is making it easier for a lazier person to do something but it really is in the eye of the beholder so it's one of the same things so i've always put stuff off saying no 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 that's just the lazy way of doing it whereas i'm actually saying no 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 don't be efficient so yeah. it's a really fine line. And, and I guess, you know, there's that saying beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I think efficiency and laziness is in the eye of the beholder. You know, you do it, you do your Zoom conference or you do, and you do your work from home, but you know, are you being lazy or are you efficiency? Well, it's just up to you. It's not actually the process, it's you. Yes, and also by do that efficiency will then enable you to potentially 
do further follow-up to impress them. You may, you do your presentation and the hour you save in going there, you've organized a few emails to follow up. You've organized flowers as a thank you. You've organized like a lot of different processes that you normally wouldn't do because you've just saved this time. So you may arm wrestle with yourself going, is that laziness or efficiency? But then you just do all these plus ones that you may not have done due to time, um, which then just are those plus those plus ones. But I think you said it perfectly. That balance, laziness, be efficiency. And COVID-19 has forced us to be more efficient. And what, but what, you know, again, dwelling on the topic and, and, and what we're talking about today, if anyone's just tuned in, is what's the city CBD going to look like in COVID-19? Um, and I think very, very, very interesting topic because um, a lot of people have got these, have realised that their biggest exposure um, is their city lease in their office. And they've realised that their, their employees are happy um, to work from home um, and happy to, to, to generate the same output they did at, at the office at home. Um, I more. I'm hearing from a lot of people where they're almost saying I'm doing more work from home because there's no time. There's no, like you're in that routine, you wake up, you shower, you get on the bus that, and then you start when you get in the office and that's an hour or two travel and time frame. It's at least 20% of the day to most Australians. Yeah, 20%. Now, a lot of people are working that 20%. If anything, I'm hearing a lot of people, they're, they're going, there's no start, and there's no end. I'm just working. I wake up and I work and I continue working and then I fall asleep. There's no like, that's the bus home. Like, there's no trick. So I think um, done correctly, it could be more efficient. Like 20% in travel, what for? So you can watch your staff or use your computer. Like, I think this will change the game for a lot of businesses. Yeah, look, I think in, in support of, of, the, of CBD and doing that, like there is, um, we, do, we do need a community. We do need a, a sense of belonging and we do need each other. So the whole CBD office thing, I think, has, has a strong heartbeat. I do. I, I am on the same tone of what we're talking about today that I don't think that heartbeat is going to be as strong because of that. But I genuinely think that, you know, people still want to have that sense of belonging in community and business and they still want to go in and eyeball each other. Um, but well, even this is if, like a big co-working space. Everyone goes, everyone works, you're in different areas, but it's just like a big co-working space. Well, you know, even if you're doing half of the time, it just means that yeah. you know and you need you know and you need half of the building. So, I think yeah. some people have, have realised lately that they can run A teams and B teams, um, and they can actually share that same environment. So the A team can be there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the B team can be there, you know, Tuesday, Tuesday, Thursday, and they can actually have half of the office still yeah. maintain that. They can maintain that culture. They can maintain that sense of belonging. They know who Jimmy is. They know who Michael is. They know who Mary is because they see them twice a week, not five times a week. Do you That's know what I mean? Because so, I know a lot of businesses have done this for the virus in case someone yes. gets infected. They've still, so just to go through A and B, where that is come in, a lot of businesses, say you've got 100 staff. Now, if 100 staff are working every day under one roof and one person gets affected, 
that uh, will contaminate your whole workforce, 100 people. So what a lot of companies have done is they've created an A and B or A, B and C, which will split that into say 50 staff and 50 staff, 50 in the office at one time, 50 working remotely. That means if half one gets infected in team A, they've obviously all got to work from home, but you've still got B team that can work from the office. And I think that shift is going to really resonate after going, well, well, if we do it, run it that way, then that opens us up to do maybe have a couple offices and exactly what you said, have half the amount of office space, which is half the amount of overhead. Right. Yeah. And, and this, this COVID-19 thing is a, is a sinister um, virus, but it's not the most sinister that we've seen in the history of the world. And you could, you could imagine if we had something much more sinister than COVID-19, having this set up, this set up correctly for an essential service. What is an essential service? Well, guess what? Telstra is an essential service because if Telstra went, was, was under threat, uh, we would we would have a lot of communications issues for med- medical uh, for, and for education and for transport. You know, all of our all of our you know so, all of our streetlights are all wired into net, yeah. are all networked. You know, so traffic lights. So I think that you know there is definitely that push that um, we we've probably got our bum hanging out a little bit um, with everyone going into the city like they used to. And yes. in some nation, our take my takeaways from. T- for your takeaways. My takeaways are that 100% in 2021, the Sydney CBD uh, will not um, be as the offices will not be as they were in 2019, and there will be a, a portion of our of our um, workforce that will be continuing to operate how they are now, and I reckon that's a fact. You know what a, a big point is as well, Mark. The, for the businesses out there who are not an essential service, it's a bit of a wake-up call. You're not an essential service, and your mate. If you therefore, if you can't operate, you need to have a second and third income stream. Has it not been more relevant? It's always been told. It's always been said you need multiple income streams, but a lot of people still stick with just doing the one income stream. If it like now so more than ever. It's just reiterated. You're going to need multiple income streams um, to survive as a business. Yeah, look, I, I think that, and I, I the, the essentials just like essentials is a brand new word today than pre-COVID nineteen, right? I use it millions of times a day now. But I, 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 I you know, post COVID nineteen, I think the non-essential services are still going to rock and roll, um, but. I think that, you know, the, we will skewer um, towards, you know, well, you know what Lisa said to me, we'll chat because we we're chatting, we, we talk a lot, my wife and I, it's a, it's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem. Too we do talk a lot. It's, a, it's, just, it's, way, it's just way too much communication. But yeah. a, a great thing that she was saying that I loved was the old fashioned businesses are doing well. And that really resonated with me. And I was like, what do you mean? She said, well, anyone who's doing really, really well is like a 1980 business. Mm. 
like, what do you mean? She said, well, 1980, like the same insurance company, NRMA, you know, the same, the the corner store, milk and bread, you know, the stores, you know, all those old fashioned businesses, they're the ones that have, that have survived and thrived. Yeah. Service stations, you know, all that old, uh, old Woolies, businesses. Yeah. It's, yeah. The Woolies, you know, the groceries, the hairdressers, well, they were always around the barbers, well, they were always around and, it's still yeah. open. It's it's really it's a really it's an archaic, barbaric, old fashioned concept, but it's bloody true. Yeah. So um, so I, I think what you know that whatever the CBD looked like maybe in nineteen ninety, maybe that's what it's going to look like again. Mm. Not, not, look, not, not look look. Use of technology has also helped connect family around the world. Our kids get together with our cousins who are in different parts of the world on an app called House Party, okay? Uh, and play trivia draw games. Interesting, we'll have to have a look at that. These are- Yeah, my, my, my kids run House Party, they, they bloody love it. What is it, just like a group, virtual group chat sort of thing or? Oh, you're too old, mate. I'm too old, okay. Yeah, you can't, you, you, yeah you're too old for this, yeah. yeah. You, can, you can support it, but you can't be part of it. I'm sorry, you're too old. Okay, and what are you part yeah. of? Is it like a grandpa version? Is that why you're on it, the elderly? Yeah, I do Google, www. Okay, so takeouts here are COVID, post COVID nineteen. I think there's yep. we we believe there's going to be a lot of shifts in how business operate. Um, yep. uh, potentially being a bit more diverse uh, yep. with locations, A and B team, embracing technology. We've all had it. We all say it's good, yep. but have we really embraced it? And I think that stigma of efficiency being lazy is is out the window. Um, I, I think that's going to be the big push and the big takeout. You're not being lazy, it's being efficient and being efficient will open up more doors and more avenues down the track. That's it. Beautiful. That's a wrap. Thank you for everyone watching and comments. It will be podcasted and we will be live again tomorrow morning. I think we had like 20, 25,000 podcast uh, listens as well. So it's, uh, if you haven't not on our podcast, have a listen. It's, uh, it's getting, it, it does very, very well. And I think, it's easy for people just to cruise around with it going on in their head while they're doing work. Beautiful. Um, look after that. I haven't checked the numbers for a while, but yeah, let's have a look. Because that's been take care now for a few months. Yep. I think it's six months now we're sitting at. Beautiful. Love right, you, guys. everyone. Love you, love you, love you. Bye, 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 bye. Bye.